Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Thanks once again for tuning in to Growing in Grace on our website, growingingrace.org, where all of our past podcasts are archived. You can find well over 600 of them, uh, covering 12 and a half years of the Growing in Grace podcast. And uh, I would start with just maybe a few of them, see what you think, see if we're heretics or not. And if we're heretics, then listen all the more. Uh, so you can pass this on to more of your friends because everybody <laughs> yes. needs a little bit of heresy. Let them hear lives. the heretics too. That's right. That's right. That's, <laughs> that's see. That's our ministry in the body of Christ. <laughs> the ministry of heresy. Now we're just having fun, but uh, we do enjoy sharing the gospel of God's love and grace. We do that every week here on the podcast. It's a weekly podcast, and again, uh, growingandgrace.org is the place to find all of the past and current episodes. That's really the bottom line of our podcast is the unconditional love of Jesus Christ. I heard a lot about God's love for the first 20 years of being a Christian, and I didn't really understand it. And once once the revelation of it hit me, I was astounded that I could have missed it for so long. You can't make him love you less. You're not going to be able to make him love you more. You are accepted. And so last week we were talking about inviting God to show up in our midst. And if you missed that, I would really encourage you to go back and maybe start there and then catch up to us because we we brought out some points last week that are kind of important. I mean, this is kind of a big deal to me anyway. And uh, we want to try and help you realign your thinking just a little bit. And now this may require, as is the case with a lot of things we've talked about over the last uh, 11 years or so on the Growing in Grace podcast, This may require that you put aside your brand of religion and the things that you've held on to through that particular doctrine and mindset. You might have to put it over there on the shelf, at least temporarily, in order to put on a a different mindset through a a different set of eyes and begin to just look at this just differently. It's it's called repentance. You think differently. But sometimes we're, we're filtering everything through what we've held on to in the past. You might have to let some of that go. Now, since Joel and I don't belong to any particular brand of religion, you know, we're not really tied into any denomination, this has maybe been a little bit easier for us, this whole grace thing that we, we talk about and some of the different perspectives that we come like with what we're talking about today. So you see, when, when you ask God to show up during your personal time, during your prayer time, and you say, well, I, I know he's with me, but, you know, I, I need I need something special. I need a we need a revival. We, we need a, an anointing. We need a, a greater outpouring of his presence upon us when we already have an anointing that he's gifted within us. So people can get easily confused and try to divide the Holy Spirit up into two or three different other people <laughs> and uh We've got some scriptures and some thoughts and, and things to cover here. Yeah, and and part of the scriptures that we're sharing is comes from 1 Corinthians 12, where it talks about how the body of Christ 
is one. It's, it's one body with one head. Jesus Christ is the head, but it's made up of many, many different parts where God has chosen to gift people differently. Just like a human body, you've got the fingers, you've got the hands, you've got the knees, you've got the neck, you've got the eyes and the ears. Each part is vital to the body, but it's um, they're all different. And if every part was functioning in the same way, that would be kind of silly to have every part functioning in the same way. But the point here is that in 1 Corinthians 12, it says that it's one spirit who works out all of these things distributing to each one individually as he wills. So it's not like we have to seek him to make sure that he'll do these things, but he actually wills to do these things, and so he does them. I'm reminded of one of the things that led to this podcast beginning was uh, 23 years ago, I started out in radio, in Christian radio. Uh, That's where I met this other guy here, Mike Kapler. Well, I wasn't seeking to get into Christian radio. In fact, I wasn't seeking a ministry of teaching the grace of God. I wasn't seeking any of that. I wasn't asking God to do any of that stuff through me. I was the type of person, I was pretty quiet. I would share things from time to time, but it wasn't really what I was seeking after. But God willed, this is how I understand it anyway, God willed for me to be this part in the body of Christ. He placed me in that radio station when I wasn't seeking it, and uh, he led me to meet Mike Kapler. Mike Kapler, he led Mike Kapler to share the the gospel of grace with me, and through that we got together and uh, we started this podcast. When we were asked to do this podcast, I wasn't seeking <laughs> a podcast. I wasn't seeking a teaching ministry on a microphone, but God willed for this to happen, I believe. So uh, the point here is that I wasn't saying, oh, come Holy Spirit, do this thing in me. But the Holy Spirit was in me the whole entire time, and he led me into doing this thing. And whatever your part is in the body of Christ, whether it's like I, the example I used last week, you serve people by when there's a, a baby born or a death in the family, you make meals for somebody else, whether you serve with the children in church, whether you, whatever you happen to do, whether it's something that's obviously big and huge and and uh, miracles and signs and wonders and all these things, or whether it's simply serving somebody in love, which all of this should be done in love anyway, and humbly, of course, but it's the Holy Spirit who is working all these things, not because we've asked him to do it, but because it's it's who he is, and it's who he is in the body of Christ. Yeah, and that's a key phrase, as he wills. So we're not we're not required to ask God to come and show up. He's there. He's willing to work through us with the life that we've been gifted with and the anointing that abides in us from First John chapter 2 that we read last week. So he's there, but it's as he wills. It's, it's, again, we trust him to move and work in and through us, but we don't necessarily have to, to ask him to show up. And, you know, some people will get the idea that we just need more of something. We need this. We need that. Uh, you know, you, Christ in you, right? Spirit of God in you. Most people don't have a problem with that. But we are in Christ. You see, you can't get more of God than what you already possessed. You are enveloped in his presence and uh, the anointing that abides in you. We can do nothing 
without him. That's why he's always with us. Uh, by the way, you were talking about one body and one God who works through us all. Paul also said uh, there's one baptism. There's mm-hmm. a baptism into the Spirit of God. And while a lot of churches almost ignore the Holy Spirit, I think there are times, I don't want to say that they put too much emphasis on the Holy Spirit, but the Holy Spirit has come to bear witness of Christ. And Paul also called the Holy Spirit the Spirit of Christ. And so all of this ties in together. I mean, there's nothing more that God is going to do. We call it a finished work for a reason. There's nothing more that God is going to do to rain down more of himself upon us or in us because it's already an accomplished work. Uh, this is such good news. I, I, I know that there are variations of, of opinions on this, even within the grace community. And again, if, if you don't agree with what we're saying, that's okay. We can agree to disagree. I personally sort of feel like this is a big deal because I don't want to see people being left with the impression that God, to some degree, is going to come and go. It, I'm just concerned about that, Joel. Yes, that's really the point we're, we're making here, is that God is with us. We're in him, and he is in us, and it's not a come-and-go type of thing. It's a permanent thing. It's an always thing. It's not something that we have to ask him to do, because it's something that He that is just the way that it is. My feet are always attached to me. My knees are always there. My fingers are always there. They're always at the ready to do whatever the head, whatever signals my brain sends to those body parts to do, they're always ready to go, and the head is always ready to give the signals. Like if I need to get up and go get lunch, the brain sends the signals to my body as to what to do, and then each part responds the way that it should. My brain hasn't gone anywhere. My feet haven't asked my brain, would you please use me to do something? The brain simply does what it does. And I'm, and I'm talking about Jesus Christ being the head and the Holy Spirit placing each part of the body just as he wills. And now, all of that said, there's nothing wrong with praying. There's nothing wrong with asking God to use you in a, in a certain way. That's okay. That's that's. I want to emphasize that, that we're not saying don't pray. We're just saying that you don't have to ask the Holy Spirit to come. You don't have to ask him because he's never gone anywhere. He's always with you, and he is at work in you, through you as you're a part of the body, whether you realize it or not. Sometimes you may not even realize what God is doing in and through you. And in those cases, for sure you haven't asked him to come and do something because he's just gone ahead and done it. But just be aware. Just be aware that the Holy Spirit is with you and in you, and you are in him 100% of the time, and there's not a special anointing or a special way of talking to him to get things to happen. It's just what he does. Yeah, I know we're wrapping up for, for this one, Joel. Um, give me a chance to uh, to plug my book, Clash of the Covenants, here. I, I wrote this, I, I, I and here, here's what I said. Rather than looking for 10 steps on how to invite the Holy Spirit into a room, first see if you can discover scriptural instruction on this practice from a new covenant perspective. I think you'll have a hard time finding it. God isn't looking for a welcome mat at our doorstep. Neither should we anxiously anticipate his RSVP every time we send out an invitation. 
instead of telling God he is welcome to join us, we can simply say, thank you. His response will be, you are welcome. And so you can find my book, Clash of the Covenants, Escaping Religious Bondage Through the Grace Guarantee at Amazon. Uh, it's an ebook. If you don't have a Kindle device, you can download a free Kindle app on your phone or your computer, your smartphone or your tablet. Just download the free app and then just order the book through your Amazon account and you'll be able to read it. It's much like a Growing in Grace podcast. And I think it's a book that you'll refer back to after reading through it once. I think it's something you'll want to go back to from time to time in your, in your personal Bible time because it is an easy read, but there's a lot of information there. And, and some of it will be, as somebody told me the other day, Joel, this is almost the opposite of everything I've ever been taught. So <laughs> it, it'll definitely be one of those things that people will want to chew on and swallow. But Clash of the Covenants, search for it at Amazon. Well, uh, this week and last we talked about Christians asking God for something that he's already provided us with, uh, the Holy Spirit. And next week, switching gears a little bit, but sort of staying on the same subject, uh, we're going to be talking about the mistake of seeking other things that God has already provided for us. Many people are not enjoying their lives in Christ, and it's because they're seeking after what he's already provided us with. We'll talk about some of those things next week right here on Growing in Grace at growingingrace.org. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.